Live here in Washington, D.C., home of your favorite and best creators. You are now tuned in to people that you don't know that you should know. I'm your host, Ty Westbrook, featuring my co-host, Murray Ann. And let's get going with today's show. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. If you know, you know. You know, I feel like it's been a while since we recorded <laughs> <laughs> an episode. It's, it feels like it's been years. Uh, it has been years. It probably hasn't been years. That's a slight exaggeration, Ty. No, it's definitely a slight exaggeration. But it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. I miss I miss being here across the table with you. I know. I miss you too. How have you been? I've been all right. I've been okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Now look, I'm so excited. Tell me why. Because we're doing another episode, of course. But then my man across the table that we're actually doing it with, I call him Steph Curry, because yeah. Nine I, times out of ten. People think he's Steph Curry. Yes. He's Steph Curry. I'm lacking the height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La- I, mean, I have to admit, I was sitting here going, I, I, yeah. I didn't want to make some sort of uh, comment about the fact that you're short. Yeah. And because you're not short. I'm not but short. But if I mean, we're comparing. In comparison. Yeah, in comparison. Know, yeah, there's always that. Yeah. You know, then there's also a differential with the skill set. Well, you know, but, you know, we, we we do what we can do. We're, we're, we're on pod here. Nobody's going to know that. I mean. You just told everybody you can't. Oh no, but I can. Oh but well, I now can. you're gonna back. You're backtracking. I can, but I can't. Oh okay. So people just have to find out. All right, mm-hmm. all right. I See? like that. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. How you doing, Kyle? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing. I'm doing great. We're happy to have you here. I appreciate you being here. It's yeah. Awesome. Thanks for spending a little time with us. So we can get to know you. Look forward to it. Yeah. So what's getting you excited right now? Oh, everything. Everything that DC has had to offer this year um, for us. You know, just trying to work on big projects you know especially kind of getting the community um, engaged in and together it's been the main focus this year yeah it's kind of exciting uh, um, getting to know you a little bit I, I don't know you know if this is new for us like we're just starting to get to know each other but I like the fact that every time I talk to you you really do have a central interest in how your work but not just your work but how you personally and sort of your engagement with other humans how it helps other humans better be better Right. And I, I think that's that's really um, that's lovely. That's great. That's a uh, that's you know, we need more of that, I think. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, Where does that come from? It comes from mom, I guess, you know, you know, being being I'm, I'm a native D- Washingtonian and um, grew up most of my life in southwest D.C., Ward 6. Um, and you know, for most of my childhood, she was a single mom. And so she's always made sure that to kind of. Make sure I never felt slighted for not having the other side until the other side kind of came back in. Um, and she made sure she positioned a number of strong individuals kind of around me to kind of give me that motivation and, um, and guidance. And so taking that and kind of coming into adulthood and kind of seeing that all you really need, no matter what your circumstance is, is to kind of have that, those pillars of you know, resource and support. Um, and if you have those things and the visibility to see those things around you, you know, it just, it magnifies and it takes you to places you never even dreamed of going. Um, so, you know, with kind of the platform that I've been awarded um, by the graces of God, um, we've been able to kind of connect those dots for individuals in the city doing positive things. And so that we can all kind of do those positive things in unison so we can kind of magnify the effect. Yeah, so what um, what is this platform? 
that okay. you've been given. Um, so my company, Vince by David Rosa, um, we have partnered with Lalalu Mexican Art um, to curate a number of different events um, in the city. And what we've been doing for the last two years has focused on the Day of the Dead in November. Um, and so we've done a benefit festival um, in the last year and also this year. We've been using that to raise money for the children who've been separated from their families due to immigration reform. And basically raising money through our annual festival, 100% of the proceeds go to this cause to kind of help um, funnel resources into finding their way back to family, whether that's here, whether that's abroad, um, and kind of bridging that gap. Um, and we've been able to do that through, you know, a number of community leaders um, in the city, a number of artists, musicians, um, dancers, performers, um, who have been gracious enough to donate their time, their talents, their skills, um, to, to do that, to kind of come together under that one cause, knowing that it's going to have a lasting effect to come to, to, to proceed and proceed, proceed into the future. Um, so what we've decided to do um, this year as we kind of gear up for our November festival is kind of how do we broaden that impact that we weren't able to do as much as we like to in the previous years as we kind of got started. And it's, we, we looked around, we realized that there's so many people in this city right now who are doing really, really positive things, um, and they want to just help people. And so we figured, instead of us, instead of us all being spread out, and 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 using our resources solely just for ourselves, let's bring us all together under one kind of umbrella and support one another. So, for example, one of our closest uh, collaborations is with Catharsis on the Mall, and um, that's coming up um, on May third through the fifth, and being able to use that collaboration to funnel into DC Funk Parade and, and Nation Immigration and DCBX and WeDC, Broccoli City, and a whole number of organizations to kind of come together, um, pool resources, pro- cross promote a number of different events that we have going out throughout the um, throughout the city, um, and again, all funneled through the fact that we're all trying to create that that medium of arts and activism and kind of engaging the community, um, letting them know that the city of D.C., the government of D.C. as well, has resources available. So, again, our main thing has been focused on immigration for the last year and a half. Um, And so just being in the nation's capital, we have that platform to say, hey, this is the this is the example that the rest of the country kind of has to kind of feed off of. And so we have to do we have to do to get it right here so that it can kind of spread. And so if we can continue to build that awareness and, and, and push people to, to kind of give as much as they can give and create as much as they can create to kind of change the, the, the dialogue, then we can kind of have that lasting effect outside of just our annual festival. Yeah. Yeah, I am so interested in how um, how powerful uh, activism from a creative kind of lens can can be, and uh, and I don't I don't know if I'm surprised by this, but I find that maybe I am a little bit surprised at how many activist artists that we have in this city. Definitely. Because in some ways, I'm not surprised. The more I meet people who are doing work that has an activist um, or activism kind of lens on it, uh, but uh, it it gets it's exciting to me, right? Like I'm excited by folks that have and whether it's activism or uh, some folks will call it more social impact um I, I i'm really excited by that and it surprises me a little bit am i alone in that 
No, I definitely mean being here, you know. I, I nah, definitely get it. I, I wouldn't necessarily say you're alone, but it is. I wouldn't say surprising, but it is kind of like, ah. Like like you say, it's a lot of people that are, um, really have a strong, a strong standing ground for activism. Yeah, well, and it makes me really happy, right? Because I think that this city is such, to your point, it is positioned in such a beautiful way to have uh, a really strong role in uh, in making an impact, having a social cause, and and really doing everything that it can on a on a platform which is the city to expose those things. Definitely. Um, one other thing that I've always said is really interesting is because D.C. is very unique. You know, even when we went through you know the recession at the time, so D.C. was kind of that one place that kind of really didn't get hit like everything else got hit. Um, um, and also, you know, being from a city, I've always kind of been spoiled in a sense that you kind of get into this mindset that everybody thinks like you. That and with DC kind of being that huge melting pot of just all these various cultures, that you know everybody around, you know, is outside of DC is used to that being around different cultures and so forth. Um, but you're not, you know. And so, with that being said, it's the hub for lobbyists is the hub for activism for that purpose because this you're at a place where you can't be quiet you know because there's some people around you that are different than you you know and you and and you can sh- you share a number of things whether you work with them you go to school with them um you you engage in social events with them you have that connection to realize that everybody they're human beings you know they're not this color they're not this religion um and so you kind of form this unspoken camaraderie to say that we're all in this together and so when you see something happen that that doesn't speak right for maybe the person sitting across the table that you know very well you're like wait that's not right other because otherwise you'd be in a maybe a more rural area where you only see one demographic and the differences seem huge instead of kind of seeing microscopic when you're at the table. Yeah, well, I like that you say that because one of the things that I love about living in this city is how met, I've had so many more conversations with folks about um, about our, our differences and our similarities and what we love and what we don't like. And, and there's really honest, transparent conversations with folks about where they're from and, and how they feel, the way they feel and why and all of that. Um, more here than anywhere else I've ever lived. And I think it has something to do with what you're talking about. And I've, I've lived in New York City and I've lived in a variety of places with, with different demographic, mm-hmm. demographics. And, and um, But there's something about here that I feel like I've had so many more really open conversations with people about, about folks really being kind of open about, well, yeah, man, like, let's talk about it. Like, yeah. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I don't agree with you, but at the same point in time, let's kind of hash that out in a, in a, in a, in a way that that feels uh, respectful, and I understand that we're we're all talking within the microcosm of we're in a you know a liberal haven right here, yeah. right? I get it. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I want to put that out there, but um, but at the same point in time, I truly appreciate that about the diversity here is that it, it, it isn't necessarily about what country you came from or what you look like or uh, or or even your your uh, economic status. Mm-hmm. Um, people are willing to have a conversation with you about like just talking about it pretty transparently. Yeah. Um, I think one of the big things, too, is the fact that in D.C., there's just so many extremes that we kind of get used to. Um, And so, like, you get used to kind of seeing everybody's, this is my 100% stance all the time. And this is where I sit. And this is where you sit. Um, And because of that, you know, you kind of, you kind of 
build that armor to say, okay, well, you know, that's your stance, it's my stance, but hey, DC is only so big, we live across from each other. So, um, you know, I'm not gonna burn down your lawn and you're not gonna burn down mine, you know? So let's figure out where we can kind of come to terms and just, you know, behave like human beings and kind of do this together, you know? So it's just a different dynamic here. I've always liked. If you uh, had to live anywhere else in the world, where would you go? Huh. In the world? That's hard. If I, I would I would jump down a little bit further. If I if I were to move in this country, it would probably be Florida and it's only because it's constant sunshine. You know, just in terms of like and necessarily the people. I feel like the people are kind of similar to how we are here in DC, but it's just the fact that you kinda of get the same mentality, but in twenty four seven warmer climates. You know, so that's that's my. I was rate. so not expecting you to say Florida. I know. I, I don't know, know. Ty. What, what were you surprised by that answer? Look, I mean, being that he is Steph Curry, <laughs> uh, the Bay Area, I am not surprised by that answer. You know. All right. So, all right. You know, but uh, no. Nah. I mean, it is surprise. I mean, I am surprised just to to learn all the great things that my man Kyle is doing. Um, being as though that he never. Uh, actually chat about this you know during the podcast that he does along with his with a group of his uh, friends his friends but um, just learning you know learning more insight and information about him is just like wow my man's a cool pretty smart dude yeah you know? this I mean, is I, true I mean I knew that beforehand but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just that you know learning more now and never hearing episodes is like wow that's awesome no, appreciate that buddy right. thank you you already thank know you. bro you. you already know so what are you what are you most excited about coming up that's not necessarily just like creating the events and all of the stuff that's around that, but but sort of when you think about the the future, like stuff, you know, coming down the pike in the next couple of years. What what gets you excited about that? I think hmm, let, me, let me give me two seconds to ponder on that one. Um, I think kind of seeing where this goes, um, kind of the the lasting impact. You know, like I said, it's one thing to do the events. Um, it's one thing to, to hustle and try to pull people together for, for a common cause, but to kind of see, okay, well, if we're pulling people together um, to come out and we're engaging them in a different ways to come to different events and meet different people, um, what kind of impact it has on their life long-term? So let's say if I'm in the city and maybe I am an immigrant in the city, who might be caught in kind of like that limbo that a lot of people kind of get stuck in in this system um, and figuring out, okay, well, I had no idea where to go before, but maybe because I attended this event and I got I met this person, now I have a clear avenue and a clear vision of if I need some support, if I need some legal counsel, if I need some guidance, there are places around the city to get that. I think that's huge um, because, you know, Again, just in our communication with a number of individuals, they don't know the resources are here. I mean, even from, if I'm just going to be selfish, as a, from an event standpoint, there are even grants for people like me, you know. And you go through and, you can, like I said, you grow up in a city, you see a lot of things happening, and you, you go out and say, I want to book this venue, and they're like, 15 grand. You're like, oh, 15 grand, I don't know where I'm getting 15 grand from, um, and I only need it for like two hours, you know? <laughs> um, and you start realizing, like, okay, how are these people doing this? It's because there's support out here as long as you're trying to do positive things in support of the people around you and the community around you. Um, so, again, to kind of sum it up, like I said, to be able to kind of see what kind of impact 
not just us, but the collection or collective of organizations that we're working with and hope to welcome in and work with in the future, kind of see how that kind of creates its own individual movement in the city. I love that. That's really great. Well, I thank you, Kai, for taking the time to spend a little time with us and, and so we can learn a little bit more about what you're doing. I'm, I'm hoping we'll have you back to uh, talk more fully and see whether or not you've you know, seen some of that. I would love to be back. I truly impact. appreciate you guys having me. Um, it's a pleasure to kind of, again, be in the, the room with two amazing people out here doing amazing things in the city, um, leading lead the charge, and, um, you know, looking forward to kind of being back and sitting across from you guys again. Great. So I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much, Kyle. How are we doing, folks? This is Kyle Mims with the Events by David Rosa. Um, you can follow us at, at Events by David Rosa on Instagram or Facebook. And here's a person that you don't know, but you probably definitely should know, is um, Belu Ochoa from Belu Musical. She is a vibrant artist and musician in the city. Um, you can find her headlining as the main and lead singer of La Marvela, De San Washington, as well as Mati's Wave, and um, amongst about a thousand other ones. Um, she's an amazing person in the city doing amazing, great things. Check her out. You can follow her at, at Velu, V-E-L-U, Musical, M-U-S-I-C-A-L. Appreciate you. We want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of People That You Don't Know That You Should Know. If you like our show, and want to learn more, check out tool2creates.com. And oh yeah, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast. You guys be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of People That You Don't Know That You Should Know. I'm Tyler Westbrook, signing out.